Welcome to Everybody. How's it hanging? How's it happening? Because you guys know what it is. This is Kevin from the Code Progression Podcast. And guys, we are in our last episode of February. Yeah, February is a short month. It's the only day that, at least month of the year, to have 28 days in it. Well, actually, every month has 28 days. It's the only one that always exclusively 28 days in it. <laughs> yeah, look at us go. However, we got a one hell of an episode for you today. But before we jump into it, I want to thank our sponsors. First, we have Phoenix Fitness. Yeah, I, I've been wearing cutoffs more lately just because, you know, even though it's cold outside, it's kind of warm in here. But also, then I can go like this during the podcast. You want to get strong like Arnold. Or you want to go and run and hit all those different fitness goals and cardio, weight training, just just do everything you want with those fitness goals. Yeah, go and do it. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to, you know, champion that stuff. You want to go out and do it and become the best person you can possibly be for yourself, both physically and mentally. Yeah, hit the gym, get that exercise going, hit, achieve those fitness goals. But sometimes you want to get some help in there as well to perform properly so you can recover right, you know, uh, build up right, and just do everything possible to make sure you achieve those fitness goals the best way possible. That's where Phoenix Fitness comes in. They have different supplements to help you get to that point. They have different pre-workouts, both stim and stim-free. I use the stim-free stuff because... Guys, this is my second podcast I recorded today. I recorded this one at night. I recorded one at five in the morning on the day that I actually recorded this. So I have enough energy to do this. I don't need all that stimulant stuff. They also have different BCW recovery compounds to help your muscles recover following a workout. Different proteins you take morning, nighttime, and after workout to help you rebuild those muscles. Uh, different creatures help you build muscle, different multivans, anything you need to your fitness goals, that's what Phoenix Fitness has for you. So our listeners get 15% off. Use the code MSOTFNXFit.com. Link's description of the podcast. Our second sponsor is Custom Debuts. You want the coolest custom music poster that anyone has that you made yourself that's going to be the envy of your friends, the envy of every dad because, you know, you come down the base and you see the coolest poster ever, the envy of everyone in the office, the envy of everyone in the garage. Yeah, go to Custom Debuts and make that custom poster. So here's what you do. You go to Custom Debuts' website. You give them the band that you want, any band that you want, and then an album from that band or a song from that band. And they will give you a proof within 40 hours of a custom style poster that you describe to them in terms of, you know, what you want the album poster to look like or you want, we want the song poster to look like. Then if you're not satisfied, you can tell them what tweaks to make. And when you're fully satisfied, you can get that poster sent to you either on, you know, normal poster paper or as a canvas print or as a full-on aluminum freaking sign. How insane is that? Who wouldn't want to be a part of that? So... What you can do is, you know, go to Custom Abuse, do that, and type in the code CPP10 at checkout to get 10% off. Ooh, yeah, link description of the podcast. Now let's go to our feature presentation. I almost knocked my water over there. So there's a band called Ignescent. Yes. And they got a brand new EP coming out on March 4th. Called, I want to make sure I get it right. It's called Ascension. Their single remnant is out now, and I get to talk to... Their lead uh, singer, their vocalist, Jennifer, all about this stuff. We talk about their them playing live shows. Once again, we talk about their show at Rockfest in 2021. We talk about them playing Rockfest in 2022. Their album release show is coming up on March 4th in Aurora, Illinois. We also talk about the song Remnant and its themes of being this, like, you know, feeling like you're completely broken up but having this small shred to really build back up upon and become stronger than possible you could ever imagine. Also, there's a ballad on the EP we talk about as well. And we get so, like, motivational TED Talk speaker on this stuff. You're going to want to run through a wall after you listen to this podcast and then listen to these songs as well. You're going to connect with them on so many different facets. So enough with me talking about it. Let's just get into the podcast where we actually talk about this stuff and get to that point where you're going to want to listen to Ignace and see him live and all that great stuff. Enough with me. Let's go! Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Core Progression Podcast. You guys know I like to bring you all this great new music as much as possible, these great bands for you to get in the know with. And this band, I got to see maybe two or three songs from their set at Rockfest in 2021. And I just could never remember their name. I'm like, God, what was the name of that band? I couldn't necessarily remember. All of a sudden, I saw a press release come through for their brand new single, Remnant, along with their brand new EP, Ascension, which comes out on March 4th of 2022. And it was like, that's it. Listen to the single, and now after hearing that single, I mean, it was a no-brainer to bring them on the podcast. So please welcome Jennifer from the band Ignescent. So Jennifer, welcome to the Court Progression Podcast. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being on the podcast. So how's everything going in your world today? I know, you know, we're still in winter. It's still kind of cold outside, but how's everything going on your end? Yeah, it's been good, going pretty good. I've just been doing a lot of interviews, and um, so it's been pretty busy, but going good. Just doing as much press as possible to make sure that when Ascension comes out as the EP, that as many people get to know about, as many people are able to get into it so that 
when it does come out. And I know you're playing a good number of shows, you know, right afterwards that as many yeah. people come out to those shows, like we got to see this band play live. We're, we're, we're hooked into this right now. We cannot wait. Yes. Yes, definitely. And I'm excited. I can't wait till the shows start and till the EP releases. And yeah, it's, it's just really exciting. I can't wait. Now, now, like outside of the Rockfest show from last year, are these shows of the EP, are these some of your first shows after the pandemic or were you touring most of 2021? Uh, well, we took a little break. We were writing and recording uh, some, you know, songs in the EP. So this, um, we did a, you know, a few shows in 2021, but um, this is going to be our year. This is when we're going to be like going crazy with shows and hopefully touring and all that. So this um, March 4th actually will be our first show of the year and it's going to be at the town in Aurora. So I'm excited about that. And that's our EP release show. And Samir Baratkara of Flyleaf is going to play guitar with us, just like a special guest. So I am, yeah, I'm freaking out. I'm excited. <laughs> I would definitely be excited for something like that. I mean, come on, look, just look at that. You're having guitars from Flyleaf come in to help you out for the EP release show. And that's in Aurora, Illinois, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's called The Town in Aurora, Illinois. I think it's on New York Street. And then the next day we're doing a show uh, March 5th at uh, Route 20 in Sturt Event, Wisconsin. So we'll be, um, yeah, we'll be promoting the EP that way and can't wait. <laughs> well, it looks like if I'm going to end up seeing you play live and play this and do this EP, it's going to have to be on that March 4th show because even though I'm, yeah. I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, I'm much closer to Studivert. However, that same night, there's a, I know a lot of places people that are playing March 5th, but I'm going up to Green Bay because I want to see Kill Switch, August Burns Red, and Light the Torch. I'm like, I want to see that so bad. I've had tickets for a while. However, now I'm seeing, you know, March 5th. Yeah, it might not be it. March 4th with the EP release. Just make my way down towards, you know, the Chicagoland area. Go to Aurora. That doesn't sound like the worst idea ever. I mean, I've traveled a lot longer for shows, so it might that be something I awesome. have to pull off. Yeah, we would love to have you there. That would be, that'd be pretty cool. And then actually see, you know, a full set instead of just unfortunately like with that what i did with uh rock fest like two or three songs yeah yeah that would be that would be awesome and yeah you could we'd love to like meet you in person and then samir would be there too so you could meet him and it would just yeah you should come that would be that would be fun i'm gonna have to, have to mark it on my calendar because like i have i put this little list on my fridge it's like okay i was just i'm just writing down each and every you know show that i've got tickets for concert i've got going on yeah i look at the list this like right before i jumped on here i'm at 20 now and that's, and that's for this year all alone. It's like, you know, I kind of want to keep adding to that. I want, I, I missed out on all these. I mean, we all missed out on live shows in 2020. We missed out right. on a good portion in 2021. And I told myself, you know, this is my favorite thing to do. I don't want to miss out going forward. So honestly, March could be the most jam-packed concert, you know, month for me. And it could all start out with Ignescence EP release show. So I, I think that might be a good way to go about it. That would be awesome. That sounds pretty cool, actually. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. I miss, like, well, I miss performing at shows, obviously, but attending shows, too. So I'm the same way. I just want to get out as much as possible and just enjoy it and, and have fun. <laughs> have you been able to attend a lot of shows recently just to, you know, get back out there, see as many people as possible, see the bands you like? Have you been able to do that recently? Um, Honestly, I haven't, but I plan on it starting March. I've just been... Yeah, it's just been crazy, like, um, with the shows um, getting booked and then, like I was saying, the interviews and, um, and PR and just um, and writing new music, too. And so it's just been, like, super busy with that. But I'm planning in March to be. That's it. I'm out. <laughs> I'm getting out and <laughs> I'm going to go to as many shows as I can. So. Do you or have any? I'll say, do you have like outside of the ones you're performing, do you have any shows in mind or other certain bands that you really want to see bands that you really like bands that have influenced you with the music of Ignescent? Are there like, what bands are you looking to go see and what artists are you looking to go see? Yeah. Uh, well, actually I might, I'm pretty sure I'm thinking about going to Saturday. Um, Skillet is playing. I love Skillet. They're like my favorite band of all time and a huge influence like them and, uh, well, Flyleaf too, but um, Lacey Sturm and Red and all those bands. But yeah, I'm definitely planning on seeing Skillet. I mean, no questions asked. And then Red, I definitely want to see Red sometime this year. Um, I'm hoping Lacey Sturm of Flyleaf is, I know she's doing a solo thing. I don't know if she's doing shows now, but I'm hoping she is. And I will be going to her show if, she, <laughs> if she's out there. And then I'd love to go see Ginger. 
I think they're amazing. And that would be, that would be pretty awesome too. But just whatever, you know, and even local bands too. I just, you know, I love music. It just, it's fun just to go out and uh, discover new music and hang out. And so. I do have to agree with you on that. It is a lot of fun to be able to go out, see local music, see new music as well, and see bands that are played in those smaller venues because, you know, the bands that you absolutely love, bands that are playing arenas, bands that are playing those massive, you know, massive stages and i'm gonna use a couple example the the uh the armory in minneapolis the rave uh, here in milwaukee and i mean chicago you can go with a couple of them i'm gonna go with the aragon ballroom because when it comes to chicago venues that's probably my favorite out of all of them and they're they're uh-huh. very large rooms so you get to see a lot of your favorite bands come through but you know your favorite bands you know where they start they start out in those smaller local venues that might have like a two three hundred room cap and sometimes those shows are the most energetic the most fun and you get to, you know, really connect with the band as well, because most of the time those bands, you know, after the show, they're standing behind their merch table. You get to actually, you know, talk to them, get to know them, meet them in person. And if you're like me, it's just like, hey, man, I had you on the podcast. I said first round's on me, right? Yep. Alrighty. What do you want at the bar? And just go get it, come back and like, and then, you know, have a nice conversation. Just take it that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. So I, I may end up running you actually like not just at one of your shows, but like at just some random show <laughs> over the next like couple of months, just like, oh, wait a minute. She's in the crowd. No way. This is awesome. <laughs> Are there like some local Wisconsin bands that you really like to go see or? Ooh, uh, I'm trying to think because there are two that I would that I would like to go see when it comes to local Wisconsin bands. And they're both from around Milwaukee. They're both more metalcore bands. One's called American Bandit, and the other one's called After Hours Animals. So whenever I get a chance to go see them, because they usually play at a small venue in Cudahy, Wisconsin, which is just a suburb of Milwaukee, at the venue's called X-Ray Arcade. Usually oh. when they're there, it's like, I want to go there. I want to see them. Uh, this punk band called Size 5, if they play there, their shows are always so much fun to be at, so I'll go see them. And, but the only one I think I'm set to go see at that venue this year so far is, I think March 2nd, the uh, pop punk band from Chicago called Belmont is playing. It's like, I've seen them once before. Their shows are absolutely fantastic. Go see. I saw they were going to start their tour there. I'm like, yep, yep, yep. I'm, I'm going. I'm not missing on this. I'm there. Awesome. That sounds like fun. <laughs> thank, thank God it's, you know, not the same day as your uh, EP release show. So there's no conflict there. Woo! You thank God. <laughs> That's <be bad. laughs> Thank God. But even before we jump into the EP, because I know you guys are playing Rockfest once again this year. I saw that on, you know, the press release. And then when they announced the Rockfest lineup, I saw that again as well. So I was like, ooh, they're going to Rockfest again? Well, it looks like, you know, that the show they played last year definitely hit with a lot of people, hit with the whole entire festival as well, the point where they wanted them back. So are you excited to play Rockfest this year, especially, you know, now that it's, there's more like we got you know one festival year under our belt after yeah. covid and now it's, it seems like you know a lot more people might come out a lot more people might be more or less reserved in terms of going to these shows so excited to go to rock fest once again and what are you expecting to happen there yeah i'm like ecstatic because that was the most like the best show last year honestly of all time like the energy in the room and uh the people just Um, talking to us afterwards it was just it was awesome I mean we stayed there for hours just talking to um just to some you know people who attended the shows and some fans which I love to do I love to you know talk to fans or meet new people you know that maybe have never heard of us and um and so that just that was really cool so that's yeah I'm definitely looking forward to that like that's my favorite place to play it's awesome and Samir is actually going to play with us there too so another show I'm excited I can't wait so. Start making me wonder why the heck I'm not going to Rockfest this year. I should be going this year as well. Well, you better be going. <laughs> Change your plans. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I think my plan is actually go out to Ohio that weekend for a different festival for incarceration. So we'll see how everything plays out, though, because I, okay. I I like to go to, like, especially when it comes to festivals, like to not go with friends as well, just because, hey, you know, I like to get to see some of my friends, you know, hang out, camp, do all that kind of fun stuff. So, yeah. and last year we did Rockfest, so it's like, maybe we'll try something new this year. So it might okay. be incarceration, but however, there's still that EP release show. And now it's like, it's, it's burned into my mind right now. It's like, yeah. I, I'm going to have to go there. I'm not going to be able to miss this thing. I'm going to be <laughs> probably dead tired by the time that like, you know, two days later comes to be like, I'm getting, I'm getting all concert out for this. Okay. I need one day of rest and then I'm back on it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just sleep for a few hours. You'll be good. <laughs> That's pretty much what I do normally. I mean, to, like the day we're shooting this podcast, I I did one at five in the morning, went through a full day of work, went to the gym, came home, quickly ate, 
work uh, doing a podcast and even have one after this as well. So it's like when it comes to doing anything, when it comes to music, bringing the energy, it's like I'm bringing it, trying to bring it every step away because this is what I love to do. Talk to artists on this podcast, be able to meet them out in person at their shows, be in the crowds for their shows. And of course, there's going to be a mosh pit that starts. <laughs> yeah, I'm there. You're there. Good to know. <laughs> absolutely so and instead of talking about live shows how about we actually jump into the brand new ep ascension so i know you're talking about with live shows last year you played a couple but you're focusing a lot on writing was the focus last year writing this ep and if it was or if it wasn't whatever it was what was the focus of this ep what was the inspiration behind the sound the songs and kind of the whole message that's going to be brought to people when they listen to it yeah yeah the focus was uh, writing songs for the EP and recording and so we could get it out, you know, by this year, um, which we did phew, <laughs> a single release January 21st. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> so we're good. And then, uh, so we made it, but, um, yeah, so that was the focus, but, um, I mean, it was, it's mainly about like remnant, um, is a small quantity of something that, that remains after a tragedy. And so the inspiration was the whole, you know, you know, the pandemic and lockdown and how everyone was affected in different ways. Um, you know, the kids, they couldn't go to school, they were online, you know, so that's, I mean, that's hard on them. They can't see their friends and that's just, you know, pretty, pretty heartbreaking for, especially for a kid or anyone, but, and then just how it affected, um, you know, musicians like everything shut down no concerts and and that's never happened before and then people you know sick and, and dying and just all this like sad sad stuff and and um and then also you know a lot of bands um like well clubs closed and a lot of bands quit too and so this was just like something i wanted a message i wanted to get out a message of hope that you know um and inspire people that no matter what we're going through um it's hard but we're not gonna quit we're gonna keep going we're gonna you know we're not gonna back down and we're gonna keep fighting and um and just get out there and it's just um i want to inspire people that you know um there is hope out there uh let's keep going together and we are the remnant and we're not gonna quit so that's like the whole inspiration behind it but Honestly, that's a great inspiration to have behind it as well, because you take a look at what we went through in 2020. Like you said, you know, from the from the kids perspective, they were stuck at home. They couldn't see their friends when they were going to school. They were going to school on Zoom, which I know for some kids, they were like, yeah, I don't have to go to school. But (laughs) the social aspect of it was completely removed when when it comes to, you know, people that are in, in their adult years. It's, yeah, you know, we might have been still having to go to work, but a lot of us were working from home. So, yeah. and, you know, shut away at home as well because, you know, a lot of places weren't open. So we could go out and do much. So we were stuck to ourselves as well. And yeah. I think Johns Hopkins released a study at the beginning of February where they were talking about, you know, it's like, yeah, there's certain effects that this has had, but a lot of these lockdowns had even a bigger detrimental effect on society and on the mental well-being of people. Because, again, as humans, we're social creatures. We want to be able right. to connect with us, want to be able to have that kind of connection in some way, shape or form. And when the pandemic hit, we got separate, like, especially with music fans or and music, you know, lovers and creators like yourself, we couldn't go and see these shows. We couldn't go and connect with our family the way that we wanted to. So it felt yeah. like, you know, we were being brought down and kind of, you know, there was just a little bit of a remnant of hope that we had with us. Cause when I was going through the song, I saw what your whole entire meaning was. And I took it to seek as kind of continuing per- persevering forward. When life tries to strike you down, there are many people and places in life that will try to bring you down any chance they can. But in the end, there always will be a piece of you that survives all of those hits and all of those strikes. So if you're able to survive that, you'll be able to build up on that piece that cannot be destroyed and overcome any obstacle in your way. Definitely. That's awesome. That's well said. And that, yeah, that's so true. And I like the point that's true that we need like people, we need to be with people. We are, you know, we need one another. And like, I mean, I, I knew that before, but I think it totally hit me when that happened. I'm like, Oh my gosh. I mean, it's just, you know, it's hard. It, it was hard. And then not to be able to uh, do the shows too, like something that I loved um, was so like, oh my gosh, I'm going crazy. I got like, you know what I mean? It, it was, it was hard. I mean, it was hard for everyone, obviously in different ways, but, um, but you're right. We do need, um, we need, we're social beings. We need people. We need one another. We're not meant to be alone. So <laughs> Did you get that feeling that, you know, we needed people and you realize how much you needed that social interaction, especially from the first live show back after March of 2020? 
Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I sensed it from the crowd and um, especially at Rockfest, too, and, and uh, you know, other venues, too. Like it was just the energy was electric and I could almost like sense what people are feeling like they're just like so excited like we're here we're back we're at live shows we're back together you know what I mean it was just like I don't know my heart like um it just I don't know it overflowed like like joy you know what I mean like in happiness it was just something that it just felt so good and I I think that helped us do like a, even a better show because we fed off that energy of the crowd and and what had happened just recently and we we're just like we're like, we're going to give it our all and we're just going to, you know, go out there and just have fun. And so, yeah, definitely. It's like a celebration of finally being able to be with the rock and metal family that we have. You're being back up on stage. We're back in the crowd. And Rockfest was like that every step of the way because even that like pre, like the pre-date that they had for all like the three-day campers on that Wednesday where there were a couple of bands that were playing. I remember yeah. driving there and it was just pouring rain through and through. Like it was nasty the whole entire day. I got there, I parked my car in the extra parking, my friend came and picked me up so we could take all the stuff I had in my car, pack it yeah. in his car and take it down to the campsite. Basically, we got there, I'm like, it's raining horrendously. I had a beer and I'm like, oh, there's a band I've had in the podcast that's opening up like the, the stage that's at the, the covered, or the cover stage that's at the bottom, which I think is the one that you played at as well, that the okay. Budweiser stage, I believe it was. Right, yeah. yeah. So I didn't even know it was covered at that point. I'm just like, well, this band's playing. Like, I want to go see them. And my friends were like, at first, no, no, no. You know, we don't know what it's like. I'm like, well, I'll tell you what it's like when I get there. And I just started walking there because I was at a show the previous week. I was like my real first show back. And it was like, it was an absolute rush. It was so much fun to be back. So I wanted to keep recapturing that every step of the way. And all of a sudden, walk into the grounds. I get down there. I see it's covered. I'm just like, oh. This place is covered. This is awesome. I text my friends. I'm like, hey, they got cut. Like the two, the two stages that are working, they're undercover. You guys can come. We got this. Band starts playing. Rain ends up going away. And that was the last time it rained for the whole entire weekend. Like the rest of the weekend was immaculately lovely in terms of weather. So awesome. That is so cool. I love that. And it was just something where, again, I felt the energy that you felt as well. It's like every single show that was going on, people were just amped up for it. People were having so much fun, just happy to be back and being in that place where we were able to, you know, sing along with some of our favorite artists. Whether it was, you know, on that Wednesday, I remember Royal Bliss singing, I was drunk and me having a beer in my hand with my arm around my buddies going, ah, I was drunk, just having a fun time, <laughs> trying to start mosh pits as well. And then seeing Limp Biscuit perform live, like for the first time, like, okay, this is ridiculous. Like, this is just way too much fun even got a concussion during the last day and still kept going because well it's for the love of music yeah i'm dead serious <laughs> the 15 second mosh pit we had during bad omens before like security broke it up i took a knee right to the head and i'm just like i felt i'm like oh dear lord then the oh security then this security guard literally wraps me up and yeah. i look at him and it was the same guy that stopped me during memphis may fire two days earlier and the guy looked like a very, very, very buff version of Corey Taylor. And he looks at me and goes, you again. And I look at him, my concussed state. And I remember saying, me again? <laughs> Literally puts me down, stands behind me. He's like, I'm not kicking you up. But I know if I stand behind you, you're not going to do anything. And I looked at him. I'm like, you're damn right. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> but I just kept going and I just kept feeding off the energy of the crowd as well. Much like what you were doing. And when I saw the couple of songs from your set, it was just the crowd energy was there. It was, everyone was so into every little aspect of it because again, live music was back and every show I've seen since then, it's still that way. So when you go back out on the road in 2022 for the EP release show and for those, for those number of shows that you have right afterwards, I mean, yeah. you're going to end up seeing that happen once again you're going to get that feeling once again where the remnant of what we had after the pandemic after you know live shows came back that remnant was still the piece that we could hold on to and when we got to go back to live shows <laughs> oh we were yes. back yes <laughs> we were back with the vengeance <laughs> we were well, were you were you there um not to change the subject but in Rockfest, i think it was 2019 when they had a like bad storm and they had these like bubble, like there, there was this, it was, I think it was right before our set. It was like a big rushing wind and literally someone like ran by our van and said, I'm going to die. I'm like, um, what? <laughs> so I started like, hyperventally, I'm going to die. Why is it that bad? And then these bubble clouds, I've never seen anything like it. These bubble clouds came around and it was super dark. And I'm like, oh no, we, all we have is our car, like our little car. And, um, 
you know, that could easily blow away if this is like a really bad tornado. And the first uh, part of our set, like the, uh, we're supposed to play like three times, I think that day and the first set totally got canceled and everyone was freaking out and the car was shaking and we all thought we're going to die. It was so crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> I, I've heard plenty of stories about what happened in 2019. I was not there because I was supposed to go and meet my friends at Rock USA for the final day that it had. But that okay. storm that you had at Rockfest had like because it was like towards the end of the like towards the like more of the like the middle of the end of the day. It creeped yeah. over to Rock USA on the other side of the state the uh, next day. So my friends were telling me, "Yeah, we're pro- we're leaving like a day early, so don't just don't come." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Oh, wow. <laughs> That stinks. <laughs> but, but I've I've heard a lot about the the basically you know the tornado that happened at Rockfest in 2019 and how after everything basically you know dissipated and it was yeah. okay you know we're trying to get people back into the show we're trying to bring the energy back and I think people said the first band that went on stage was Beartooth and if you're gonna want to bring energy back to any show put Beartooth on stage absolutely absolutely I just remember being so muddy like. You know, there was mud all over the stage because you couldn't help it. <laughs> I stepped in the mud and I was on the stage and I'm sloshing everywhere, but <laughs> we just dealt with it. But. but that's what you have to do. And then you take a look back at it now and it's, yeah, it, it was, you know, at the time, you know, you're thinking, you know, you're sitting in the car and shaking, thinking, oh God, I'm going to die. But all of a sudden now, you know, you're, you're fine now and you look back at it and it's, yeah, you know, the stage might have been had a lot of mud on it and you had to like go slip sliding around on stage. But you look back at it now and you're just thinking, about all the like it's think about it as a positive because of how much it impacted the band positively brought the band together positively and also just how much fun you're able to have with it you look at it as like okay that's a fun story to talk about and it's just fun to go into that's true that is true almost blew away like dorothy but you know no big deal we're good (laughs) you you would have blown you could have blown away like dorothy and all of a sudden have you know the little car that you guys were in basically land on the wicked witch of the east it's like okay now now we got to follow the yellow brick road oh oh dear lord okay we could have had the wicked witch on stage like headbanging with us that would be so cool but that didn't happen but she probably would have too given them kind of music that you guys make i mean it definitely would (laughs) have happened (laughs) it could be pretty cool So going a little bit more into the EP as well, specifically going into Remnant, because when it comes to the instrumentals, because I was listening to the song, trying to really get a feel for it. And really, I I really like how you open up the song as well with that guitar tone, because it's kind of like a higher pitch, rougher tone, but it sets up this like dystopian world feel to the whole entire idea. And when we relate to the pandemic as well, you think about it, it's like that time, if you, if you reflect back, you know, March, April, May of 2020, it doesn't seem like it was like, it couldn't seem like it was possible or real. Just, you know, it's such a complete 180 from what we were, had going on the previous, yeah. you know, month of that. Like in February, everything was fine. All of a sudden it was like complete change, felt total dystopian. But then, you know, you took a four more full melodic approach on what sounds like a heavier, more like alt metal sound with this very yeah. gothic influence behind it, given the higher pitch guitar tone, dropping a bit back in the mix, but staying with that distortion. And again, the darker sound, it worked that overall darker tone with the gothic feel to kind of be presented in the song to create that dystopian feel. And it does work to start at the bottom of your emotions, at your destruction. And I like this start because you're gonna you're building up in the whole entire song to get to that point. So if you're gonna start us out, start us out at the bottom when we're feeling like we're at our lowest, and then build us back up so we can relate back to that. Just for, and that's just from the intro right there. So you're starting the song off incredibly strong to bring those emotions forward. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And then we kind of like change it up in the bridge and um, the, the lyrics are, we're trying to take back what was stolen from the enemy. And then so like kind of bring back and restore what was lost in 2020. And, um, but yeah, but cool. Thanks. Like, I'm glad you like that. <laughs> Say, cause you guys do change up in the bridge as well. Trust me. I went through the whole entire song. I've got three pages of notes right in front of me on a different screen. So I'm ready to talk about anything when it comes to this song. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's really cool. <laughs> so you talked about the bridge of this song as well, because you look at the bridge. I wrote is you maintain, especially instrumental, you maintain this chugging build that they like basically like you did in the verses, but the guitar is much heavier to match the bass guitar and the heaviness of this alt metal feel. And it creates this feeling that you are still building back to that point where you're the strongest that you could po- basically where you're stronger than you could possibly imagine. Calling a song remnant and building up like this to overtake being down and out to, you know, winning and overcoming those obstacles, 
is the perfect feel. It's the perfect flow, the perfect build from those bridges. I haven't even gone through the verses, chorus, or the outro yet. So there's all like, and even the vocals on this too. So there's still a lot to go over. But just from the just from the intro, and then you're bringing up the bridges while kind of bringing a little bit of a change, but kind of dropping and having a little bit of a heavier feel to it. Just because you know, in life, you're gonna be you know, you're if you're at that lowest, you're gonna build back up. But there's gonna be yeah. things that are consistently gonna try and knock you down every step of the way. But if you're able to build back stronger, those things are gonna be able to try and knock you down you're going to end up, you know, basically taking them out in a mosh pit, knocking them down. And sometimes those are the things you just don't want to help back up. I mean, but if, if you're in a mosh pit and someone falls down, you help them back up. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's really good. I have, to, I have to use proper concert etiquette there. Otherwise, yes. I would, you know, be not very good at what I do. <laughs> <laughs> true. Very true. So even, you know, more of the song, because I talk about the instrumentals a little bit, but going through the vocals as well, because your vocals definitely bring a lot of that as well. When it came to writing the vocal pattern for the song, how did that all come up? Because it really has, honestly, it has more of this soaring bite to it, as I put it. It has, the verse had more of that bite to it, but the the chorus kind of soars a little bit more. So how did you create the vocal pattern for this? What was the influence behind that? And how did you end up putting it out of this track to make it what it is today? Well, interesting enough, um, a couple of people I knew kept saying remnant, like talking about remnant. And I'm like, wow, that's like, it's just so weird because it was all, at the same time, like it within, you know, the same, maybe few weeks or something. And I'm like, wow, that's, that just kind of like put it, you know, sparking me. And I, it sounds weird, but honestly, right after a few times of hearing the word, um, like we're the remnant like that um that little lick and um melody came to mind and i just kept repeating it over and over and then we're on the way uh to a trip like a little vacation and i had a ton of time too and i'm like let me you know let me explore this a little bit more uh in the car because i have like eight hours or something (laughs) to drive um and and then just the yeah the whole melody like the whole chorus just just popped in my head and it was pretty quick like that doesn't always happen sometimes it does um but this it did it was just it was so quick and then the uh, same thing with the um the verse like the melody for the verse came and the lyrics for the chorus came right away um and so it was it was like really cool and um now the lyrics for the verse came it took a little bit longer um to come up with some um, ideas and what I wanted to say and uh, convey but yeah overall it came pretty quick and so then I sent it to uh, the band and I'm like I've got this um, this melody and I really think we're you know we're supposed to put this on the EP can you guys you know play with it and write some music to it and see what you come up with and the same thing they, they came back like the same day with all this music and it was just crazy it came together so quick and that barely ever happens I mean Sometimes, but not, yeah, but not, not that quickly. So it was just insane. And then um, we uh, worked on, you know, more songs that are on the EP and just kept writing um, and writing. And then we decided we wanted to work with Cameron Pierce-Mazelle again. Um, he's a producer that worked on Into the Night and our other songs. And he's worked with like Memphis Mayfire and Sleeping with Sirens. And He's, he's amazing. And so we contacted him like, you know, can you, can you produce this and record it? We have some songs and he's like, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so we met with him and recorded. Um, and then we came up with uh, a ballad, which um, kind of out of the blue, we just um, came up with that. And uh, we ended up working with Nick Radanovic, who's worked with Skillet and he um, mixed it and edited it. And so we got to, you know, work with a lot of pretty cool people for this EP and it was, it was pretty awesome, but it it was just amazing how it came together, especially Remnant. And it was, yeah, it was pretty cool. Okay. Before I unpack everything that's in there and ask even more questions around there, I do want to talk a little bit more about Remnant as well. Cause we were, you know, talking about the vocals where you got that chorus in your head and you're able to really work with that and then work more on it, you know, on a longer trip. Cause one thing yeah. I said about it was when you went through the, when I was listening to the verses, it had more of this bite to it because if I take a look at my notes, it's like you take your vocal sense and it has more of a flow that fits with the beat of the song to have that bite. But it's a uh-huh. little bit more of a melodic flow over the top of those instrumentals. But 
as I'm looking at my notes right now, I'm reading this work for work, but it works tremendously. What I see in here here is the building up of you from a remnant back to the person that you want to be and even stronger than before. But the key is how Jennifer's flow works so well in conjunction and in contrast with the instrumentals that they allow both parts of the verse to stand out both apart and also working together at the exact same time. It was just one of this insane mixes where I could tell there was a difference, but it flowed so well together where if you're looking at it as, you know, the flowing comparison or this contrasting, you know, a little bit faster, a little bit, you know, melodic bite behind it, there's a lot going on there that you really want to dive into. Then you get yeah. to the chorus where your vocals kind of get a little bit slightly higher pitch, a little bit more melodic over the backing, but allows that build of emotion to really hit right with the message because your vocals send that message again with the soaring sound, just soaring that you are built back up and you're ready to take on what, you know, whatever brought you down, whatever's going to try and bring you down. Your more melodic construction compared to the instrumentals really works to add this flow and pops in terms of storytelling. Again, compared to the verses in this, both, I have to say, well done. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate that. That means a lot. And because when I was listening to it, it's just it really took a lot in there. And it was really the first thing that really drew me in the song. I'm taking a look at how I put it in the overall was your vocal pattern, how the flow matched with the back of the instrumentals, but at the same time contrasting to make both parts of the vocal instrumentals both again work together and stand out at the exact same time. So there's a lot of comparing and contrasting that's going on here. And no matter what way you look at it and focus on it, if you're listening to one song, focus on the comparison and flow or the contrast in the way that you know the instrumentals hit and the way that the sounds are really coming out and the pattern of the vocals, you're gonna end up getting the you know a different feel of the song with the exact same message and the exact same power. There's a lot going on here that you're just not going to want to miss out on. Awesome. Thanks. No, thanks. I definitely uh, no, I appreciate that. I've heard some people say it's like a good, like pick me up an energy song while they run on the treadmill or while they're like lifting weights and stuff like that. Some people have said that they're like, yeah, yeah, that, that gives me a lot of energy. Like, oh, cool. <laughs> But, I'll, I'll say the only reason why I'm not going to go that route is because, again, because like, I'm in the gym a lot. I like to, you know, go run a lot. I like to hit the bike. I like to lift a lot yeah. as well. And usually, right. I'm listen, usually when I'm doing that, like, I'm not going to lie. Usually Memphis May Fire, Beartooth, Bad yeah. Omens, Ice yeah. Nine Kills, Bring Me the Horizon are just blasting in my ears. So it's like uh, I'm really going with, like, some stuff that really has, compared to this song, just stuff that has a lot more of this pace behind it because I'm just like, uh, I need to go, especially, you know, Again, bear tooth when you're looking for energy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I love them. They're awesome. They're amazing. But but if I'm gonna wrap up again, you know, remnant before we jump into some of those other things you said about the EP, because yeah. I talked about the vocal and diving deep in the song, there was a lot more than to dive into than I thought there was. The instrumentals yeah. do a great job to start out with a higher distortion on the guitar to make you feel like you weren't set right, like you weren't fully you at that point. But then the band keeps this consistent march feel throughout the song to build through the storytelling mode of starting defeated, but you know, still there's some part of you there. Building back up and overcoming. Then your vocals do the exact same thing with a pace and tone that compares so well to flow, but contrasts so with each side of the story to make it stand out so well. This song is layered to perfection and is a great track to dive deep into the band with. Thank you. That's that's pretty awesome. That's really encouraging. I mean, yeah, thank, thank you. I'm glad you like it that much. And that's really like encouraging to hear and everything. And yeah, with the, um, that's, I mean, that's definitely what we did with the first verse is just kind of like, like the lyrics are what's left of us from this catastrophe. And so it's kind of like, you know, laying it out there and then the chorus hits and we're like, you know what, we're, we're here, we're here to stay. Uh, we're the remnant and we're not quitting and come with us, you know, join us, like join the remnant army. We're calling it. And, um, and, you know, let's, let's keep fighting. Let's keep going. And I think a good song kind of like really build off and kind of build a community around with remnant is the right way to go, especially when it has sort of that, you know, kind of has this marching forward feel to it that a lot of us can get behind and create this feel where a lot of us, you know, it's even using the pandemic. Every one of us was down and out at some point during the pandemic. Yeah. Everyone yeah. was questioning different things about themselves, having to reflect on themselves as well and wonder about like, and wonder about life. You know, are you doing the things you want to do in life? Because life is short where it can be taken away from you in an instant. I remember right. the week before everything got shut down, actually, you know, yeah, the weekend before everything got shut down, I think it was the first full weekend in March. Like I was doing a bar crawl with my best friend. We rode down to, you know, we rode down to Bray Street in Milwaukee. 
on a tandem bicycle because we thought it was funny. And it, it, it was, not going to lie. The following weekend, everyone's worrying about, you know, potential, you know, the shutdown, it might happen. All of a sudden, the NBA, the NHL, the MLB are, can't, are like suspending their seasons. And I'm like, well, yeah. I don't know what's going on, but I got to get as many conscious as I can before this happens. And I got to one and then I'm looking forward to the, like one on like the Sunday. I'm like, oh man, this is going to be awesome. I get to see like thousands below. I'm going to go see Bad Omen. It's going to be fun. Gets postponed. And then I don't get to see a show for another like whole year. It's just like, no. Oh, Why? So we all have that sort of feel from the pandemic where, you know, we got yeah. shut out from the stuff that we love and had to yeah. consistently drive forward and find something to pick ourselves back up, but find that remnant piece and continue to drive forward. A lot of us have also felt that in life as well at other points in time, maybe when, you know, something didn't go right in life for you, maybe once uh, a loved one passed on or a relationship yeah. ended, or you realized in life that your thought process of what you wanted to do in life was not what you actually wanted to do. And your whole entire world came crumbling around you and you didn't know what the hell to do. And you were trying to find your own way, trying to find just any sort of shred of happiness. And all of a right. sudden you found it in music and you just kind of went forward. Yes, I did just go a little personal there, but that's why I'm no. again, connecting to the song on this point, because yeah. I, like, I can go from different points in life and connect with that marching feel to where Again, felt this at the most bottom of the barrel possible, but then able to find something, find that shred of hope in the remnant, find that small piece of me of what I know a true happiness is for myself, and then build up upon it to the point where, like, here I am. (laughs) It's like, I'm like the end of the song in that flow. It's like, that's where it feels like I am right now in life. I know there's a lot of people that are at different points in the story of the song as well. But we've all been there at that certain point. So as a community of fans, as people that listen to the song, as rock and metal fans, we've all been there. And yeah. if you're going through that right now, we're if come to a show, we're going to help you through it. It's Even if it's just something where things are not going right in life, you just want to forget about it for a couple hours. Yeah. We're going right. to rock out with you. We're going to headbang with you. If you want right. to jump into a pit, by God, we're going to throw you in there. We're going to have a fun time. If you fall down, right. we're going to pick you back up. You want to go crowd surfing? Just tell us and we're going to be like, okay, get them up. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. And just have fun with people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I went through, you know, we all did, but um, I was like super depressed for a long time and I had a lot of anxiety because, you know, I never like expected this would happen. It's just so crazy. And so it, yeah, it, it is a hard time and it's still like, I still think about it and, you know, we're still going through some things too, obviously, but um, it's just, I don't think any of us will ever be the same because we've, you know, most of us have never experienced anything like this. So it's just crazy. And, um, but for me, yeah, definitely having like music as an outlet and being able to write that and, um, just getting that message out and the words out and my heart out in a song that definitely, you know, helped me and helped me to get out of um, being depressed and, um, and, you know, with anxiety and all that. So it's, um, it's definitely, it's definitely a hard thing though, that, you know, we've gone through and it was, yeah, it was awesome though. Just being at the shows when we got to go back and just being with everyone and just having fun, like you said, and being, you know, you're not, you're like, you're not alone, you know, we're all together. We're in this together and we're having fun. And so, yeah, that, that was awesome experience. Definitely for sure. I'll say absolutely. Even like, you know, my, again, like I said, my first show back was absolutely incredible. Cause all of a sudden jump in the mosh when I got that first, when I got hit the first time, it literally felt like oh, I'm back, baby. But then a, awesome. a couple of years, but then like, a couple of years before and back in 2017, when life was not going well for me and uh-huh. I was just depressed as all hell. Like I was basically wondering if life was supposed to be this way where it was, you know, yeah. go to work and then go home, watch Netflix and then just hate your life. And then repeat it every step of the way. I need to find right. something to find some sort of happiness. And the thing I found happiness in was literally going to a concert and right from the first note from my favorite band playing from the first note of their song until the last song they played. When I got up the courage, I was at the show and got the courage up into my first mosh pit ever. Oh man. It was like, I forgot about life for an hour and a half. I forgot that life was bad. All I thought about was just the joy that I was having being myself at this show, just enjoying every song, basically screaming every note at the top of my lungs and then jump into that mosh pit and just going, this is incredible. So it was just something where, you know, looking at Remnant, I mean, I'm able to pull from so many different aspects in life and relate to the song myself. And the reason I'm able to do that is because you went personal on this song. You were using it as a way to, you know, describe to yourself, describe to yourself and describe and put it in tangible words and a tangible sound 
what that yeah. experience was like to kind of just be at the bottom and build yourself back up. And that's why so many people are going to be able to relate to it and connect with it because you were personal on it. Yeah, there's going to be some personal side of things in there that you really, you know, drew from, but it's the yeah. emotion that is what we're going to connect with. Then we're going to put our own instances, our own experiences when we relate to that song. So we're all going to have a different relation to it, but the core emotion at that song, that's what we're going to connect with all together. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Did I just go like motivational speaker at that point? You are. I'm like, woo, I'm ready to go now. <laughs> it's like I'm ready to go to this show. But a couple other things from the I'll say a couple other things from the EP, because you mentioned that there was a ballad on this EP, correct? Yes. Don't laugh. Okay. It's it's okay. <laughs> oh, oh, it's okay. It's just I'm just curious to see, you know, uh, you know, before it comes out, what is the inspiration behind this ballad? Why did you write this ballad? And on top of that, when it comes to a live setting, are you going to play it? Because there's a lot of times, you know, especially with a band that's got more of that hard rock, alt metal, kind of a gothic style to it. Yeah, you're going to put a lot of heaviness in there. But then all of a sudden, you never know. All of a sudden in a live show, things are going well. And it's just like, okay, let's dip it down real quick just to get people right. in a completely different emotion. Or if, right. you know, if we're going crazy in the pit, you know, it's never a bad time to give us a little bit of like a one song break. And all of a sudden, okay, we're going back to it again. And then you're going to see me just go, woo, let's go. <laughs> that is true. We're going to bring it down now. <laughs> We're going to bring it down low. So again, when it comes to this whole entire ballad that you wrote for the Ascension EP, what was the inspiration behind it? And why did you go with a ballad for it? Um, well, the inspiration was actually a relationship, an ex-relationship uh, um, with a guy. And it's talking about, you don't really know me anymore. I've changed so much. You were um, trying to hold me back and I couldn't be who I wanted to be with you. And, um, you know, and you hurt me and, and you lied. And, um, but in the end it worked out, we're not together. And I was able to um, do what I want to do and, and uh, pursue, well, pursue music, honestly. Um, this person kind of held me back from doing music and didn't support me and didn't want me to do music. And, um, and, um, as soon as uh, the relationship ended, I'm like, I'm, I'm not letting anyone hold me back ever again. And so I kind of pursued it all out. And so the, um, the song is a ballad and it's called anymore. And it just says, you don't really know me anymore. And it's kind of like, it's a ballad, but it's kind of like, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but it's a little bit like angry and getting my emotions out and just like, you know what I mean? Just sharing my heart. Like, I'm not going to let you hold me back. That's it. I'm, I'm here and I'm going to do what I want and I'm going to be who I, I am. And that's it. So. Again, when it comes to relating a lot of, you know, what you went through and put it in a song, I haven't even heard the song yet, but giving that message, I feel like people can relate to it in almost any given way because for someone that is trying to go out and do something that they absolutely love with a passion from your end, it's music. I, I know other friends and you know, they're trying to go into music as well. or trying to go into other different things. And sometimes, you know, they're significant others are not necessarily really supportive. Sometimes their friends yeah. are not supportive. Sometimes their family are not supportive of them. And it's all based on, it's not based on the person themselves. A lot of it is ends up based on the people that want to hold you back because maybe they're nervous about you going forward and potentially, you know, chasing after your dreams, but then leaving them behind because mm -hmm. they're insecure potentially to go after their dreams. So they're going to try and keep you down so that basically misery loves company in a way. It's, it's kind of a yeah. weird way to put it, but it really does happen a whole lot. I've seen it happen plenty of times. I've heard it happen plenty of times and you're adding on to that as well. But you're seeing what happens where, you know, you put that out there and you're going after what you want to go after. You're pursuing music. And I mean, the happiness that's raining from you from this conversation is absolutely incredible. So you can tell it's definitely as genuine as possible. So using that as a, as a basis, there might be people that are in those situations right now and they're looking for this, this sort of inspiration to, okay, how can I get out of this? Like, I just, I know how to get out of this, but I just need that mental inspiration, just need that energy to go forward. They're going to listen to this ballad and all of a sudden it might be they're seeing it perform live. And that might be the moment where all of a sudden the switch just turns on and all of a sudden it's, they're ready to go forward, they're ready to move on from that person and go after what they want to go after in life. Because when it comes down to it, it's, they're going to want to be successful in what they want to be successful in. Success is relative to happiness. Success isn't making the most amount of money because 
you for your life you might not want to make the most amount of money you might be perfectly happy making you know fifty thousand dollars a year owning your own home having having a spouse having kids having a life partner whatever it might be if that's what makes you happy and you're doing it I'm going to give you one of these because you're an absolute success at that point. Absolutely. If you want to go after what you want to go after in life, if you want to go after and pursue music and it's going to make you the most happy person in the world, which is what you're doing right now, I'm going to say again, absolute success right there. That's what we're going for here. And you're seeing it happen. You're basically creating a ballad using your personal, you know, personal experiences, also helping to inspire other people to if they're in a similar situation like that, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's just a, you know, a relationship with a friend, family member, someone that has a lot of influence in your life that you put a lot of stock into, you might have to remove yourself from that person, but yeah. it would be for the best no matter how hard it actually comes. Yeah, that's true. And sometimes you just have to realize that and kind of break away, even though it's super hard, but it's for the best because then you can you know, move forward and uh, live your life. <laughs> You can move forward, live your life, and then even, you know, then start listening to the song Remnant to feel like, okay, maybe you you know, remove yourself from that person. And now you might feel, you know, looking back, how much different of a person you become after you were associated with that person. Again, whether it's a relationship specifically from what you were talking about, other family member, a friend, someone that has a good amount of influence to you. But remove yourself from that. Yeah, you might feel like you're completely different. You're not as happy as you could be. But there's that little bit of a remnant piece of there of what really makes you happy, of who you really are. And then you start building up on that. And then you get to a point where, you know, Jennifer, you're here talking about the music that you create. You're here talking about the music that you love and that you're doing what you're with, you know, everything you have with the full passion of your life. Then you get someone like me who's talking to you about this stuff and sees that. And I mean, this whole entire podcast, that's just basically, you know, the whole entire story behind there as well. I was trying to find something, you know, for myself too, that I absolutely love and just, you know, have some sort of meaning in life that I wanted to do. It took yeah. me a while, but all of a sudden, you know, here I am. This is my favorite thing to do in the world. I could be dead tired. And all of a sudden, you know, I see that I see your little name pop up in the Zoom participation thing, hit admit, and all of a sudden it, I could go from here energy level. All of a sudden I see that happen. It's like, do, 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 we're in. Awesome. Cause that's your passion and that's what energizes you. That's so cool. And same thing with music in yourself. I mean, music is what's energizing you. It's your passion. It's what you want to pursue. And you're going after it. You're you're making it happen. Brand new EP coming out on March 4th. There's a good number of shows that you're playing right after the EP releases as well, including the EP release show in Aurora, Illinois, which I'm going to make sure I attend. I'm going to put that in there right now. On top of that, so you played Rockfest in 2019. You played Rockfest in 2021, and you're playing Rockfest again in 2022. You're making yeah. it happen the way that you want to make it happen. And when people yeah. ask you, are you happy? Like, I can already assume that the answer is an honest to God. Absolutely, I'm happy with what I'm doing. Yes, yes. I couldn't be happier and more like thankful and more blessed. Um, yeah. I mean, not everyone gets to do what they love to do, you know. We're all in different situations. So I am I am very thankful. Very thankful. And and, and having that, you know, sort of realization of that and being humble to the whole entire situation, realizing that other people might want to, you know, find that situation that aren't in that part of life right now or are struggling to get out there or maybe are in a position where they can't necessarily get that around. Understanding that and creating music to, you know, talk about your experience as well, but also potentially to maybe inspire somebody who is struggling in a relationship, who's struggling yeah. in life right now, who feels like they're at their absolute lowest can start to build back up to the point where they get so strong within themselves, so happy within themselves, so confident within themselves that when someone tries to come and strike them down, they're stronger than they ever could possibly imagine. And they're ready to take on that challenge. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And that like, I mean, it's that excites me that people get like, you know, they get inspired or they, um, are encouraged and they feel hope in that our music can do that. And, you know, it can, it's music is just so powerful. It's, it's, um, it's super powerful. And I just, I just love that we can create something and have that effect on someone and just help someone, um, encourage them, give them hope and um, through music and, and just through hanging out with them, you know, even after the shows, I love to talk to people and just, listen to them and hang out with them. And, um, just that, you know, that could, that can be done. And it's just, it's awesome. 
that, yeah, that's something um, that music can do. And that's something that we can be a part of. It's just so cool. It, it absolutely is. And being as a musician, being as a musician, uh, being a musician yourself, especially after the shows, having people be able to come up to you, talk to you about it, and just really get to connect with them. You get to see the impact that your music has on so many other people that listen to it from potentially, you know, inspiring people to change their lives around for the positive. Maybe someone, again, you know, is in the worst part of life possible. They go and see you live. They listen to one song and it connects with them on a completely new level they never thought was possible to the point where now they're ready to go forward and change their life. And then they see you again the next time and they're, you know, much further along in their journey than they thought they ever could have been. And a lot of that is based, started with the inspiration from your music. And they care able to come up and tell you about it and just connect with you in a completely different and more personal way than you might have ever ever imagined your music being able to do. That's yeah. I mean, that's that's cool, you know, to think about. And that's really cool. And that that excites me. That really does. It just it, you know, drives me to keep going. I want to encourage people. I want to help them. And, you know, um, and yeah, so it's really cool. Now, after some of these shows, have you been like, have you been able to connect with people in this sort of way that we were kind of just describing where you will connect with people and just see how your music has influenced them and inspired them to potentially, you know, change their lives around for the positive, do better in life and go from that piece of, you know, that place of darkness where they might not feel like anything can get better to the point where they're the happiest they've been. Have you had people come up and talk to you about this stuff and share their stories with you? Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Constantly, we've had a lot, um, every show, people sharing their stories and um, and it's been really cool. I've actually, um, I, I like to pray for people um, too. And so I've gotten to do that if they ask for prayer. Um, I pray for them and just encourage them and tell them that they are loved um, because I want to be that, um, that kind of support and, um, for people too. And so, yeah, I mean, it's... Um, We've had some really, really cool stories and in every show um, and just people sometimes just want to hang out and just chat and, you know, whatever. But um, I had someone um, mention about their son um, and um, not to get like really down or anything, but um, they um, were really um, sick with um, with cancer and then. Um, and so he just came up to, um, to me and started talking because we got to know him over several different shows. He was at some shows in Illinois. We talked to him and, and I talked to him and then he was at Rockfest and I talked to him and he came up to me and he just said, you know, my, I'm having a hard time. My, my uh, son is really not doing well and can you pray with me? And um, so I, I did. And then later he said, you know, I, on social media, I saw a um, I think it was on our Facebook page. He's like, my son's doing so much better. He's doing great. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that is awesome. Thank God. It's so that like is so encouraging to me um, when those type of things happen and just be able to be part of people's lives like that. It's really cool. That is incredible, especially when you're able to see that come full circle where someone who's, you know, struggling and you know, is able to connect with your music and all of a sudden you're able to make that connection. You're able to work with them and, you know, build up this positivity. All of a sudden you see on social media that this guy's son is doing fantastic, is on the road to recovery and he's going to be okay. And you just see the positivity radiating from that. The connection that he has with the band is going to be second to none in terms of just the power and the positivity that he feels every time he hears Ignesson perform a song or hear him, you know, just stream a song online, download a song, whatever it is, or see you perform one live, whatever it might be. And then on your end as well, you get to see the impact of the positivity of your music and you get to connect with these people and share in their triumphs at the exact same time as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's nothing like it. It's amazing. And yeah. And I'm thankful to be, you know, part of that and part of people's lives like that. It's so cool. It's just, um, it's just really, really amazing. And I, I love it. It, it really is. And I, I hope that you continue to do that, especially with the Ascension EP as well. I mean, we talked about Remnant and we're, we're yeah. again, I, I basically kind of had a little bit of like a motivational speaker style thing to that. Yeah. And then with the ballad, yeah. It just adds even more to it. I mean, you got me excited for this ballot without even hearing any bit of it, only knowing the story behind it. And then I started talking about it. I kept getting more excited about it just based on, you know, just kind of my ideas already connecting with the theme 
and then kind of going all TED Talk motivational speaker on it. <laughs> That's awesome, though. I'm glad you did that because you got me going. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, when this one comes out, we're going to be ready to roll with this. Whoa! Right. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gonna be incredible and when it comes to these live shows i, got, I always like to ask this question especially if it shows that i am planning on going to uh-huh. anything special that we might ha- get be in store for when it comes to these live shows can we plan anything special that we might be aware of or want to be aware of just to kind of like add a little bit more to the show or is it something that, you know you got something planned but want to keep it secret because if you want to see what the surprise is you got to come out and see it for yourself Absolutely. There are some secrets, but you're going to have to come. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't share my secrets. <laughs> you Darn. just have to come and see. Darn. So we're going to have to go and make sure we see these secrets on March 4th, 2022 for the EP release show in Aurora, Illinois. Or if you're going to, you know, be able to check out any other show that's possible as well. But that EP release show, I mean, who would want to be for the actual release show? Come on. That sounds like a good time. I know. I know. You got to be there. You got to be there. It's just, it's a no brainer. It's, it's a no-brainer. So, Jennifer, as we bring this podcast to its conclusion, me, one thing I like to do is always give my guests a chance to say whatever they want to say, plug whatever they want to plug, promote whatever they want to promote at the end of the podcast. So, Jennifer, at the moment, the floor is yours completely. Okay, awesome. Well, make sure to check out Remnant on Spotify. It's on there under Ignescent. And so check it out there. Um, listen there. And then we have some other songs too called Goodbye that you might want to check out if you haven't listened yet. Demon 777 is another one. Into the Night is uh, one from like a year ago. So you might want to check those on Spotify as well. Um, and we have a brand new vi- music video for Remnant. It's on YouTube right now. So check that out. Go to YouTube type in Remnant Ignescent and watch the music video and follow us on Instagram at Ignescent Music, Facebook, Ignescent Music, TikTok, Ignescent Music. It's all Ignescent Music. And that's it. Perfect. Now it's time for me to close this podcast with not one, not two, but three rather specific things. First things first. You, everyone that's listening and watching on YouTube, you just heard Jennifer talk about, you know, the EPs coming out on March 4th. The video for Remnant is on YouTube right now. They're going to be going on a little bit of a run for this EP Remnant releases. And there's other things, other shows are going to be playing it as well. You're going to follow along with them on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. And when the EP comes out, you're going to want to stream it, listen to it. You're going to want to stream it, listen to the songs that are already out there right now. So you're going to want to go search this stuff up and, you know, like, share, subscribe, to everything stream it download it buy some merch buy the tickets to shows whatever it might be but instead of having to do the searching yourself because who wants to do that you want convenience right that's where i got you covered go to the description of the podcast it's gonna say find ignescent online you're gonna see links to their socials links to youtube links to the remnant youtube video links to tiktok links to website merch where you can get tickets for these shows and then of course links to spotify where you can stream this these songs follow them on there you know Pump up that monthly listener count so that when this EP comes out, it is the best EP release that they've had so far. Got to put that in there so far because <laughs> I want to see this thing keep growing. Now it's time for number two. And Jennifer, whenever I'm guessing the podcast, I enjoy having on the podcast. I always tend to make a certain promise to them. Basically, the way it's like, hey, I want to thank you for being on the podcast. I, you know, I want to make sure I show my appreciation. And it's something that I do because it's something I 100% truly want to do in my heart. And this promise has been given to, I want to say every single band that's been on the podcast so far because I love doing this stuff. And with the conversation with you, I mean, pretty much from the first five minutes, I'm pr- I knew already it was going to be a guarantee. But the promise does not start with if. The promise now starts with when. Because if implies possibility of not happening, what implies it's going to happen, but sometimes, you know, date is to be determined. However, this time I do have a date. So on March 4th, when I get to see that EP release show and see you perform live once again, because I saw a couple songs at Rockfest 2021, but when I see you perform live once again, I will find you. And my promise to you is this, whatever it is, whatever you want, first round's on me. Awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. You are very welcome. So Jennifer, as we bring this podcast to its conclusion, I cannot end this with a goodbye for three reasons. 
One, I don't like to end it with goodbyes. That seems like it's too final. Two, I made the promise to see you on the EP release show, which after we're done here, I'm going to go on and make sure I order a ticket for it. So I am set and ready to go and I'm making that commitment. And three, I do not want this to be the only time I have you on the podcast. I would love to have you on the podcast once again in the future, talking more about music life and everything that we come up with. So is this goodbye? No, it's not goodbye. This is. See you later. Well, well, folks, this is my interview with Jennifer from the band Ignescent. Once again, their brand new EP Ascension is coming out on March 4th of 2022, and they'll be playing a couple of headlining shows right after that to support the EP, including the show on March 4th in Aurora, Illinois, and the following one in Studivert, Wisconsin, the following day. So you're going to want to listen to Remnant. You're going to watch the music video. You want to listen to the EP when it comes in. You want to follow along with the band so you know where you can see them live in 2022 and what other surprise they might have for you when it comes to anything around the band. So you're going to want to follow them on social media. You're going to want to be able to stream their stuff, buy some merch, buy the tickets to shows, watch the Remnant video, all that good stuff. Again, instead of having to search that stuff up, I got you guys covered. Description of the podcast, find Nesson online. Everything's going to be there for you to go to and check out along with everything that says follow us on social media for the Core Progression Podcast. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Great place to know. Go for all your Core Progression Podcast material. Instagram is probably the best place to go for it. I'm not going to lie because on Instagram, what do we have going on there? We have a couple of things going on there, including the Kevin's Crappy Flute series, where I cover songs horribly on a flute, just, you know, for cringy fun. Also, different live streams we do every single Wednesday to talk about music, so you can jump on those and talk about music with us live and do all that fun kind of stuff. Also, be sure to follow the podcast as well. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel where you can watch these episodes, or you can also stream it on Spotify Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Amazon link description of the podcast. I got to add TikTok in there as well, because we, we started TikTok, and we're just going to see how it goes, honestly. I don't know what I'm going to do on there. We'll see what happens with the podcast. I think I put the crappy food stuff on there. Might do some actual TikTok stuff. Who knows? Also, be sure to uh, check out these sponsors, Phoenix Fitness and Custom Debuts. Link script for the podcast below. If you're going to the show to see Ignacent on March 4th of 2022 for the EP release in Aurora, Illinois, I'll see you there, my friends. So on that note, that's going to be for today, guys. Thank you for watching and listening to the Chord Progression Podcast brought to you by the Chord Progression Podcast. I almost messed it up there again. My name is Kevin. And you guys know how I end every single one is up to the big, healthy, and hearty. See ya!